everybody. It's episode 82 of Hot Take from the Kitchen. We are back outside at the Scoops slash Hippie Dome. So happy to be here three weeks in a row. And our guest tonight is Aaron Booza, the owner of Scoops. So the oh. Aaron Booza. <laughs> you, know, you can drop the the, the. <laughs> you can boil it right down to Booza. You know. <laughs> so welcome Aaron. Thank you. Happy to have you on. I know we booked this live a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Yes. Yep. Yes. I kind of stumbled into your podcast by accident. Well, we always wanted to have you on, so it works. <laughs> yeah. It's just um, serendipitous. There you go. Yes, it was. All right. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search Hot Take from the Kitchen. And our email address is hottakefromthekitchen at gmail.com. It is H-O-T-T-A-K-E-F-R-O-M. T-H-E-K-I-T-C-H-E-N at gmail.com. Nailed it. I know I did. I took my time. Just sort of did you practice it all last week? I did a couple he's, times he's struggled last week. with it the past couple of weeks, and normally he doesn't. This has been his thing. <laughs> right. Well, we took two months off. Yeah. So got got the of, yips a little bit, yeah. you know? <laughs> exactly. And I didn't see any new emails, so I guess we'll move on to hot takes. And I guess we'll start with Cam Newton is now a New England Patriot. I saw that. My phone was blowing up. I couldn't believe it. I did say to one of my buddies that I wouldn't be surprised if Belichick made that move, and my friend told me I was crazy. I said, you never know with the hoodie what he's going to do. And I, wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm not sold on Cam. So. I, I'm not going to say I'm sold on Cam, but... It's Bilicek. Yeah, it's Bilicek. You know? He makes things work. So. I think the main thing that I'm interested in finding out is if he... Kim doesn't have a lot around him. There isn't a lot there. No. I mean, they got a great defense, but offensive-wise. So they're just... They're, they're holding up being interesting, that's all. Yeah. Yeah, they've, well, Edelman. And who else is he going to throw to? Is Dorsett still there? I don't think Dorsett, but Edelman's old. He is? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. And are they going to let him be mobile? Are they going to let him roll out? You know, I, I, I see him improvising a little bit. You might see a little bit of flashback. Oh, I'm Cam, sure. You know. They say that he's got the body of a 35-year-old because he's been beat up so much. Right. I don't think it's going to stop. He's going to get beat up pretty bad. Yeah. All right. I guess we'll stick with sports. And Amani Bates, a high school star, the nation's number one junior recruit going into this coming year. He committed to Michigan State this, today. He's the number one basketball player in the nation. Well, he's only a junior, so he's a top junior. But, I mean, they said... I don't that, care. He's a junior, so he's <laughs> Whoa, the top easy. Junior. I'm just letting you know, ever since he's a sophomore, he's been the number one basketball player matter. in the nation. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm a Spartan fan. Glad Izzo. I mean, he's not well, going there, but, I mean, he's going there. That's the right. beauty of the whole thing. Right. It's a publicity stunt. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's awesome for Izzo. I mean, yeah. It's amazing. It's like, he, like, sorry about that. Um, a whole bunch of other kids are going to go there because he's there. So, right. I mean, it's, it's awesome. But, yeah, he's going straight to the pros. There's Especially, well, as long as the NBA does what they're supposed to do right. here. Elmer's truck, my favorite thing in town. This is not Jake breaking this time. <laughs> I mean, I, I have um, multiple... Video, YouTube video clips of me trying to record myself from that video trip with the Elmer's truck going by. Just, <laughs> I should just put them all together in one highlight reel of just me. Anyways, sorry. So, Monty Beast going to MSU. But if these kids know that he's going there, why would they want to go there? They'd be behind him. Or but he's not going be, there. Yeah. I know that, but you're saying that. Because he committed there, it's going to make other kids go there. I, I believe that, yes, 100%. Why? Because I think it's a prestige thing. I do. Don't let your MSU hate blind you from, like, just normal <laughs> things. I mean, like, it's good anytime you can get the number one player in a class to come to your school. It's a good thing, period. Yeah. doesn't matter what's football, well, it's good basketball. for the school, yeah. Yes, that's, what my, that's my whole point. But it doesn't mean kids want to go there just because somebody else went there. Oh, you honestly believe that? Yeah, I do. So you're telling me that the Fab Five did not had no influence that they wanted to go to Michigan because other kids were going. Not as much as you might think. I don't know. I think you know they're going to look at it like 
I can have myself in a highlight reel with this guy. I get showcased. I'm going to come along with him. He might elevate my game. I might I might get picked up. And I, my buddies FaceTime or not FaceTime. He snapped me lots of. I've seen this guy play through my phone. And um, I don't know. I mean, he's, you should always go to the NBA or you should always go pro if you can. But it wouldn't surprise me at all. If you, I mean, maybe something will change. CBA has to change before you can go Yeah, pro exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I guess there was a couple that aimed guns at protesters in St. Louis over the weekend. I saw that. A big house, a mansion, I guess. And two white people came out with a handgun and a semi-automatic. I guess it's a private road that the protesters are walking down. All that's kind of true. So my understanding of this is it was a planned march. Yes. And they started encroaching on his property because they were outside. They started encroaching on his property. He asked them to please stop coming on his property. They did not. So he went inside. That's guns. Ouch. I just saw a 30-second video and yeah. they were walking down the sidewalk. And then... uh a lot of people are saying they are brandishing a weapon, but Missouri law states that if you've asked people to not come on your property, which they won't welcome, that you are allowed to show said weapon, and it's not considered brandishing. So, well, I'm just glad I'm living in Alpena and not in Missouri. Yeah. Well, the only thing that's the scariest thing about that have you ever seen the clip? I have. I heard about it. Um, I saw the flash from across uh, the newsfeed on my phone, but I haven't had the chance to look so at it yet. The husband. Doesn't have his finger on the trigger. He's got it the way he should. Mm. The wife, not so much. <laughs> He's got that thing curled right around that trigger. <laughs> Yikes. So, anyway. You leaving? All right, bye. Good night. Brad's and nephews. Watch where you going. This has been a very chaotic beginning. Oh. All right, that's all I got. Right, sounds good. That's basic. That's a good amount of hot takes. I don't think there's much that's happened other than the normal political BS that's going on right now, which I don't think anybody really matters. So, so you're telling me that it's the same stuff every day. Yeah, we'll take a break and we'll come back to Alusa. That's right. Not as much as you might think. I don't know. I think you, you know they're going to look at it like I can have myself in a highlight reel with this guy. I get showcased. I'm gonna come along with him. He might elevate my game. I might, I might get picked up. And I, my buddies, FaceTime or not FaceTime, he snapped me. Lots of, I've seen this guy play through my phone. And um, I don't know. I mean, he's, you should always go to the NBA or you should always go pro if you can. But it wouldn't surprise me at all. If you, I mean, maybe something will change. Yeah. Yeah. Well, CBA has to change before you can go yeah, pro. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I guess there was a couple that aimed guns at protesters in St. Louis over the weekend. I saw that. A big house, a mansion, I guess. And two white people came out with a handgun and a semi-automatic. I guess it's a private road that the protesters are walking down. All that's kind of true. So my understanding of this is it was a planned march. Yes. And they started encroaching on his property because they were outside. They started encroaching on his property. He asked them to please stop coming on his property. They did not. So he went inside. That's guns. Ouch. I just saw a 30-second video and yeah. they were walking yeah. down the sidewalk. And then uh, a lot of people are saying they were brandishing a weapon, but Missouri law states that if you've asked people to not come on your property, which they won't welcome, that you are allowed to show said weapon and it's not considered brandishing. So. Well, I'm just glad I'm living in Alpena and not in Missouri. Yeah. Well, the only thing that's the scariest thing about that, have you ever seen the clip? I have. I heard about it. Um, I saw the flash from across uh, the newsfeed on my phone, but I haven't had the chance to look so at it yet. The husband doesn't have his finger on the trigger. He's got it the way he should. Mm -hmm. The wife, not so much. <laughs> He's got that thing curled right around that trigger. <laughs> Yikes. So, anyways, so you're leaving?
Alright, bye. Have a good night. Right, so Watch where you're going. This is about a very kid I really anyway. Oh. Alright, that's all I got. Alright, sounds good. That's easy. That's a good amount of hot takes. I don't think there's much that's happened other than the normal political BS that's going on right now, which I don't think any of it really matters. So. No. It's the same stuff every day. Yeah, we'll take a break. We'll come back to Lusa. That's right. Poop on a stick. Well, away we go. We're not going to punt. It's like you said earlier, we're not going to quit. No, can't quit now. So, all right. So, uh, Aaron, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Okay. God Here we dang go. it. No worries. All right. I'm Aaron Buza. Um, my family's from uh, Alpena, Roger City. My dad's family's Roger City. My mom's Alpena. Um, I was born in Bay City, Michigan. My parents were married in Rogers City, um, but they came or moved down to Bay City for work at the time. My dad had a brother down there and I was raised. Um, I would come to Alpine and Rogers City all the time as a kid. It probably seemed like once, twice a month growing up. Like I said earlier, I, at the age of five, I could drive here by myself. I, we were here so much. Um, I always enjoyed coming up here um, it's just always been, you know, a, a good, friendly place, family, yeah. um, that kind of thing. So, um, I graduated from Essexville Garber, which is, uh, it's a small part of Bay City. Um, I went to Ferris State and Delta College. I'm a deltoid. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I went to school for radiography, um, probably spent enough time to be a doctor in school, but, you know, I spent a little bit of time, uh, you know, changing majors. That's how it goes. Um, they say three times now, I think it is? Yeah, I did it probably age. three or four easily. Yeah, they say every college it changes their, uh, their three times. Yeah, maybe five. I'm, I think I just about gave my parents a stroke, each of them. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm changing it again. But anyways, it's all right, it worked out. Um, so anyways, I um, ended up going to work for a company uh, that, well, I spent some time with. They um, ended up giving me the option to um, transfer either to um, Dayton, Ohio, or Northern Michigan. Um, they trained me in Central and Southern Michigan, and to me, it's a no-brainer. You're going up north. I'm not a Buckeye fan, like I said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a Michigan State fan, so uh, I came up here, and I was living in Gaylord for a little bit. Um, my primary store was here in Alpena, uh, and then I happened to meet my wife, so or my future wife, I should say, um, and then we ended up coming over here. I came up; she was living here, and uh, that that was kind of how I landed here. Um, I was recruited out of there by a local company, worked there a few years, and then um, the opportunity came up where I could buy downtown scoops. And I took the, took the plunge, took the risk, took the, the opportunity, and uh, bought scoops. That's awesome. I'm gonna wait for this truck to zoom by. Um, it's, so just so we don't know the dates, somehow we lost two segments, but whatever, we're moving on. Um, I mentioned last time that I sat at a GMA breakfast with you. Yes. Or, well, I should say, I went to GMA breakfast, you were speaking. Right. And uh, still to this day, you said one of the things that, my favorite things I've heard was you talked about how you felt, a lot of people were like, man, I can't believe you're going to do this. Were you scared? And you actually looked at it a completely different way. And why don't right. you talk about that? Sure. You know, I just thought that there was a greater risk in passing it up. Everybody's scared in doing it, but... When it's all said and done, um, you know, did I did I play it safe and stick with some middle or upper management human resource job somewhere for some company, or did I did I take that chance and bet on myself? And uh, I 
didn't want to look back on my life saying I, I should have taken that chance, that opportunity. Um, so I thought the, the greater risk for me personally was to pass up on, on, on the opportunity. You know, I didn't know it at the time, but for years building up, I had always gravitated towards jobs where I had um, a certain level in, of independence. You know, I had um, good mentors and um, it basically led me right to getting scoops. So um, it was a no-brainer for me. So I took, I, I took it, I took yeah. a chance. And I mean, it seems to be doing well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm awesome. happy. You know, that's, uh, that's good. That's, there's, that, yeah. You know, there's a certain, you know, you're working. You know, but you know, are you working for yourself, or are you, or are you making someone else money? Um, and um, I enjoy independence. I enjoy being able to take the chance, and and uh, if if I want to explore an avenue with my business, I can do that. Uh, I can develop and grow it however I, you know I, I think that I should and I, I you know I enjoy that so I think one of my favorite things about you is a, and I'm ever since I've known you which we've known each other for quite a while um, you're always there and I don't mean that right. like you're a workaholic that's not what I'm trying to say but right. so many people that they want a business and you never see them right you know and it's, it's Griffin's the same way too you know he's always please um you know, he, I won't see, you know, I mean, Griffin's always there right. always to a fault too, right. you know, and, um, but you're always putting in the equity to get out of it. And I think that shows. Thank you. Yeah. I, uh, I just, you know, it, it is, it is an investment in time, but you get a lot back for doing that. You know, um, I, I like what I do. You know, I, I enjoy interacting with people. I enjoy, um, coaching my staff I I enjoy being an ice cream nerd you know what I mean and and they do exist because I'm one of them well we definitely I think I mean we all three of us I mean you you definitely have next level and we could talk we're gonna talk about that here in a minute but um yeah I mean like there's nothing wrong with that I think that's what makes you so good is that the fact that you are full of so much information and at least you're a nerd about something good yeah exactly yeah um I think we would be remiss. I know we talked about it extensively. We don't have to get into as much as we did the last time, but um, you've been able to adapt through the, the, the coronavirus Correct. really rather well. Right. Um, what all led you to make the decision? I mean, obviously, I know you kind of just had to do it, but I wanted you to walk us through that whole thing. Sure. Well, you know, um, somewhere along the way with me working, I, I was able to... Uh... <laughs> Um, I was able to work with somebody that just said, you know, you got to be nimble, you got to be able to adapt, you got to be able to evolve, and um, that always stuck with me. So when you know the worst thing possible for a business came down, this coronavirus, you um, you know you got to put that into into effect. So. Um, I think they're struggling over there. I might have to go help them. But um, <laughs> go ahead, you can do it. Yeah, you guys need help. Oh, good. All right, awesome. You're welcome. See ya. So, uh, I just looked at it like you know, if I can't open my doors, I, I have to be able to do something, and I, I, I just kind of felt like um, I needed to have a plan. So I got a hold of Todd Britton from Meridian Contracting, and I called him over, and I, I walked him to the window panes over by our door and said, can I get some kind of window here to do business, to just have a serving window, a walk-up? And he looked at it, did some measurements, and said, we can get this done fast. He said, just let me know when you want it done. I said, okay. So we took weeks and weeks off, longer than what I thought we ever would have. And um, the end of April, I called him up and said, Todd, you got guys that are available to come over. I wanna, I wanna open on May 1st when the lockdown starts to get relaxed. I said, my guys will be there. They got it done in two or three hours and it just, it worked out. You know, um, we did a little bit of um, changing up of our, of our um, workflow and then we just went, went right to it. 
you know, it was just a little bit of adjustment. We already know who we are and what we need to do as far as customer service and our ice cream. We're just meeting people at a little bit of a different angle. That's all. Yeah, it is one more steps for the kids. Right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we talk about, yeah. 10,000 steps on, on, on your shift Gosh, today. Man, yeah. I, I told Gabe the first time, I was like, man, look at all the steps you get. You got to be excited. <laughs> yep. He wasn't excited. I mean, yep. He just like, Dad, come on. Like, and I was like, man, how many steps do you get a shift? You should be pumped. Oh, yeah. yeah I guess we just all look at things a little differently. So. <laughs> um, I, as I just mentioned, my kid works for you. Yes. Um, you've been in... Um, an invaluable mentor to him. Thank you. General. I think uh, um, those of you guys know, Dave's a baby, so I mean, that just inevitably he's got the baby of the bunch thing, and I, I felt one of my favorite things was it was nice for him to, not that he hasn't had these people, but it's nice to have him hold him accountable, someone other than his grandma and, right. you know, me and and yep. mom and Mike, you know, just yep. somebody else to say, hey, this is the way. Because I, I think that's a valuable lesson that kids need. You don't see it in kids. I mean, I'm right. sure you've had some kids where it just hasn't worked out. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately that happens. But, um, <coughs> you know, Gabe's a good kid. He's just, he's one of those kids that's always got a smile on his face. Um, he is enjoyed by the entire crew. He, he works hard. You know, every kid has their challenges. He's had his, and he's, you know, stepped up every time I've, I've asked him to do so. And, you know, that's what you want out of, out of a kid. And, you know, like I, I said before, I, I look at myself like a coach more than a boss. And may, that may not be so much of a traditional way of looking at business and how you interact with people. But um, I feel like people react better to coaching than they do bossing. So... You know, um, and Gabe's one of those kids. He's an athlete, so he's doing really good. Oh, we got another question. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. Which one? The one for the blue bucket. Oh, yeah, I'll close it. Okay. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. Cool. The boss. Right, and, yeah. So who, who wants coach. a boss? boss? Yeah, I'll take a coach. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't make a good enough dish of ice cream. Take two laps on the block. What? Do I look like I'm joking? You? That would be me. I actually would be really yeah. happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, um, it's just, a, a, to me, it's a little bit of a different way of interacting with people. And, and in my experience, um, it's it's given me the outcome and the results that I want. And, and Gabe is, you know, he's a good addition to my team. Very good. I mean, those are all the things you like to hear as a parent. I mean, you know, you got kids. Oh, yeah. Brad's going to have a whole slew of kids with him someday. <laughs> Stop looking like it. I can't wait. <laughs> but, um, so I appreciate that. I, uh, I'm still trying to figure out a way so I can rent that space above you. Right? Yeah, it's fantastic up there. Yeah. Like I, you know, I've said the... Chris and Mr. Lefebvre hit, hit a grand slam with that space. It, it's beautiful. You know, it it just looks fantastic. It You know, you think about what that space would rent out like in New York or Chicago, yeah. Philadelphia. I mean. I know. I just, I mean, first of all, I want to, one of the rooms I just want to use office slash studio, but the, the corner one with the windows, I actually yeah. know, just I have an idea for that space. I think it would be utilized well and, just need to come up with twenty grand. Maybe you'll have a good summer view. Yeah, you never know. That's right. Sold all the art, and then I can just do what we want to do. <laughs> um, do you have any plans for the future? I mean, like, I don't know. I just didn't know. Like, we, we talked earlier, but do you plan on like Northern Michigan? You're just gonna make your own brand of ice cream and well, storm the <laughs> storm, change the world yeah. a little. Yeah. Storm the beaches of summer with, with <laughs> boatloads of ice cream, battalions of ice cream. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't ever see myself as making the, making ice cream. Mm-hmm. I, I certainly want to continue to expand scoops or, or maybe, you know, some other business. I'm not sure. I, I would never close a door. You, you know, if there was an opportunity that was out there, um, I would certainly look at it and, and take it. Um, I think that I'm, I'm happy doing business with people. So, you know, um, if I'm selling 
ice cream cones or who knows iPads you know I don't know drones jets I'm, I'm not sure you know I'm, I'm not gonna say no to, to an opportunity if it's there I, I would certainly um, want to continue you know growing right now we, we're happy with you know where we're at right now and and getting settled in on having uh, a couple of you know locations so um, we're, we're all right right now we're getting gonna get through this coronavirus and then um, well, let's just kind of go from there I, I know you you were busy we talked about earlier um, through this once you were able to be open and we were talking I really feel like people it's just that little bit of normalcy that people are just really desperate for. Right. You know, like, I think there's a large group of people that went to scoops after soccer or whatever. I mean, oh, yeah. and you couldn't have soccer, but you could at least go down and get your ice cream and walk around. And I mean, yeah. just last Saturday, two Saturdays ago, we got all our friends together for Father's Day. And yeah, it's just, yeah, you know, um, I wasn't sure how people were going to take to us putting in that, uh, that serving window. Um, I just knew I had to have some way of getting the ice cream to people. And so uh, when we opened up, it was, it was just like the middle of July. We were so busy. I, I couldn't believe it. People were so positive about us being open. They were so happy that we were there. They, they, people just wanted to get out and, and, like you said, get the, a slice of normalcy. They wanted to just... Well, stress your legs and, and, and feel good about something other than being stuck at home. You said it earlier perfectly. I think some people just use an excuse to finally, hey, let's get, we have a reason to go out and leave the house. Yeah. Take a 20 minute drive around town, grab some ice cream. and Exactly. Hey, let's go talk to the guy serving the ice cream. You know, I, I've, I haven't spoken to anybody but my family that, you know, there's a human face right here that I'm, <laughs> yes. albeit they're wearing a mask, but, you know, that's always fun. <laughs> It's crazy. Some guy just drove by an electric bike, and he's moving so fast. Those things scare the shit out of me. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's he's cruising. Yeah. So, all right. So we're gonna take a just a break, and then we're gonna do our top five ice cream flavors. It's been hard getting a chance to work out when everything closes so early, and I don't get done working until late at night. Where can I even go to stay in shape? Zen 24-Hour Fitness Center is the place you seek. Whoa, where's that at? It's located at US 23 South in Alpena, across from Kiff Miller's Produce in the Lutz Plaza. Wow, thanks, God. Anytime, bro. Zen 24-Hour Fitness Center. For more information, find us on Facebook or call 884-4397. Zen, find peace in your busy life and get a workout when you want it. Well, I guess we'll just keep it. Going. It doesn't matter. Um, we'll, we're going to do the snake draft like we did. We like the snake draft. Yeah. Um, booze will start, and then we'll, we're probably going to go a lot faster than we did before, but hopefully there will still be great stories, whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. Right. So, so you're, here we go. Okay, so, uh, boy, you want me to roll with the exact same Yep, we could do it. Play, play, play I mean, for us, it'll be a little... We already know it's not as much of a surprise, but we still have the last top, top four or five. We're still all right. We got some right. surprises coming. So we'll keep the list unless you want to change it. You no, change no, it right now. I, no. I'm just saying. Do you, you know, do you want me to continue on with, you know, the whole? Yeah. Start with number one. Yeah. What, what? You know, the story yeah, behind. I, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I love yeah, it, man. Yeah. Okay. If you don't mind telling it, I don't mind telling the stories. Good. No. No. So, okay. So my first pick. Um, my parents always had this flavor in our freezer. It was more like eating a bowl of Rice Krispies or Wheaties. There was nothing fantastic about it. Um, as a matter of fact, as I grew up, I would rather probably eat a ham sandwich than, than this ice cream because it was always there. Um, it's a classic flavor, and I, I am a classic ice cream fan. So um, a few years ago, I was in Traverse City for um, an ice cream food show, and the... Uh, vendor said to me he's like you know Aaron you got to try this out this is our recipe for this particular kind of ice cream I looked at him like if you've had this flavor it doesn't matter <laughs> the same flavor no matter where it's made it's going to taste the exact same way right. it is it is you cannot convince me otherwise and they said 
honestly, you're going to probably like this. We're, we're gonna we're gonna say we're gonna bet you will enjoy this flavor. We use this particular fruit that's grown here in Traverse City that it's gonna knock your socks off. All right, just give me just give me a scoop, whatever. So they give me a spoonful. I tried it, and um, it was like having it for the first time. It, w it was fantastic. I, I literally I couldn't believe it. The the cherries in there were phenomenal. The actually the ice cream, just the creamy smoothness of it, was completely different. What you know what they did, the the butterfat content that they have in there, which butterfat equals flavor. They skimped on nothing. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I I asked for a full bowl for the first time in years, and it, it, since then I've loved it. Um, so um, I'm gonna go with black cherry. It's Traverse City black cherry, for that matter. And just to tell you how good that this flavor is, um, we had it with another brand years ago, then it was like our 18th, 19th most popular flavor out of the 24. And being a stats man, I follow these stats Right. closely so uh it went all from 18 all the way up to the number seven position and that that's just a testament to the actual recipe of this this particular ice cream it's, it I, I absolutely love it my nine-year-old loves it i'm still shocked that it's number one of the draft but hey it is what it is all right butterbear number two all right my first pick is going to be eskimo kisses coconut and chocolate was Aaron said the truffles, the chocolate truffles that are in there. Just... I mean, Rick's pumped right now. When he listens <laughs> to this, he's like, "Yeah, Eskimo kisses." I, I like I said before, I'm not a big fan of it. I love coconut though. Every once in a while, I'll be it. It's kind of like eh, whatever. You know, it, it's a top ten flavor of mine, and it is it is popular. It it works. I mean, there is a group of people that I am sure if I were to get rid of it. I would have to sleep with a pistol underneath my pillow because my life <laughs> wow. would be in a, a, a certain level of danger. So, well, that is always the the tough part. That is my least favorite part of your business is when you start getting ready to close and you start you don't mm. order the ice cream. Anymore. Oh yeah, and then you know you you, you just see it all just get, and then it's always at least for me my flavor my number one is always the one the first one that goes and I'm always like all right and that's usually when I get it. Yes, Eskimo kisses with some of these other flavors, but my number one, since we're talking about banana bread, but you knew that because it's oh, yeah. all the thing I get it with oh, yeah. in there. So yeah, so yeah, that that banana pudding—it's it, just—it's it, it, a popular flavor. And if you can somehow get that hidden graham cracker piece of bread in there, it's just like you just win. It's like, and it's not in every dish, and in order, you know, it's not in every scoop. But man, a lot, I get so freaking happy when that yeah. happens. Oh yeah. So, um, my number two pick, we just talked about that. It's, it was exclusive here, Michigan Pothole. Yes, just here at the trailer. That's it. That's all. It's uh, like <laughs> I said it before. People from out of state that come in there and they're like, "Okay, Michigan Pothole." I just drove across a thousand potholes for some ice cream joke. What is in this thing? And you know, it's that it's that chocolate ice cream with huge swirls of fudge in it, with the uh, um, peanut butter cups blended in, and it just they nailed it. It is, it's fantastic. Especially if you're a chocolate lover, um, it's not to be missed. I'll put a little caramel on it, a little hot caramel, and mm -hmm. then just like, yes. Or yeah. sometimes the peanut butter, but whatever. It, 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 yeah, I just, whatever. So <laughs> I just get excited. All right. Your second pick of your draft. My Brad. second pick didn't go over well the first time, but sticking with it, it's lemon custard. I still can't believe, I mean, Booza said it best. Lemon's just polarizing. It is. So, but it. now I want to try it though. If, if it's worth anything, I want to try it just to see. Like, do you have anything lemon flavored there? Uh, you know what? I don't. Um, we've brought some lemon things in, and it was just slow enough that yeah. it didn't. It didn't produce enough for us to continue to bring it in. Yeah. Something eventually eclipsed it. I happen to like lemon flavor i like lemon meringue pie yeah but you know i don't base our menu on my likes it's yeah on the dollars You're that they had a driven baby i like yeah. it yep 
analytics. Who would have thought Scoops was such a heavy <laughs> analytics player? I know. Who knew Save, fantasy football yeah, could apply to business? Saber metrics of banana yeah, pudding. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to have to move you to, to the, move you to a different position if you want to stay with the team here. <laughs> Change the lineup and the That's coolers. Right. That's right. All right, number two. Number two. I, uh, as I said earlier, this is, I, I can't believe that it fell to me in the draft. I feel like the Green Bay Packers, what, 15 years ago when Aaron <laughs> Rodgers fell, and they went with Alex Smith for the overall number one pick. I mean, um, I feel like the, this is like the Aaron Rodgers draft pick moment. Uh, I'm going with Scouts Honor Mint Cookie, which is absolutely fantastic. It, it, the mint ice cream with the chocolate swirled into it, and then you have the thin mint cookie balls in there. It's, it's, it, it is, as far as a mint goes, or a, a mint ice cream, it, it, it's the best thing that we've ever been able to find. It, I mean, it's amazing. Especially, I mean, I like mint ice cream. Brad does too, and it's super good. Yeah. You know, the other thing is the kicker for me is I'll, I'll get a, a dish, and then I'll put hot fudge on it, and then yes. boom, see you later. It's like it's one of those moments where, you know, if you could take Scout's Honor and hot fudge and pour it in your bathtub, just jump in. <laughs> Griffin James would do that. Yeah. I don't know anything, but that sounds yeah. like something Griffin it's would do. It's worth it, yeah. So. It's that Probably good. Probably already has. Yeah. yeah. He's, that's where he's at right now. He's like, how did they know? <laughs> it's like, what? Uh, number three. Number three. We're snaking okay. back to you. Snaking back to me. I am going to go with, um, uh, it's actually a, a Bass Pro's favorite. You, you want me to go into that? I do. Too, how I, I got... This is a, probably the best story of the entire uh, episode. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so um, a couple years ago, uh, one of the professional fishermen uh, was here in Alpena, and Alpena has kind of become... Uh, a, a big area for professional fishermen and uh, Mark Zona who has his own TV show uh, was here in town and um, his show is the only show that my kids will watch with me and for um, a father of three girls that's a huge victory that little girls will, will watch that show with me and they, they like the guy he's, he's, you know, he's, he's funny so my middle daughter Zoe and I were driving by when he was here um, at the, he was staying at the Holiday Inn, I guess, because his boat was parked there. So we pulled over and she got her picture taken with her thumbs up next to the boat. We went home and she told her mom and her sisters and my oldest daughter Haley was upset. She's like, I want to get my picture taken with the boat too. So we drive down to the Holiday Inn Express to get her picture taken next to the boat. The boat's gone. And, I, and my daughter looks at me and she's just welling up with tears and I can watch him roll it down her face. And she's like, Daddy, he left town. And I said, no, it's, it's too late in the day. He's, let, let's, take, let's see if we can find him. So I'm thinking, I'm like, gosh, you know, where do I go? So I, go to, I just go to the, I go to the marina and I, I come pulling in and there he is um, working on his boat. And uh, I just pull up and I roll my window down and I say, hey, Zona. And he, he looks at me like, he, I was a buddy of his from high school. He just leans in my truck. He's like, hey, how you doing? Shakes my hand. Nicest guy ever. Uh, and I explained to him, I said, hey, my middle child got her picture taken with your boat. We don't want to bother you. We, we watch your show. And, you know, you're the only fishing show that my kids watch with me. And I have all girls. So it's a moral victory for a dad. And I, I said, is it okay if my daughter Haley here gets her picture taken with your boat? And he says, you know what, I'm going to do one better for you, if you're all right with it. Um, if she can get her picture taken with me, I'm like, yes! You know, that, awesome! So they, they get their pictures taken, and he says, you know, we don't have a whole lot of time because we're, we're, we're shooting a commercial. And I said, no, it's not a problem, we don't want to bother you. Um, and by the way, in that commercial, they... they um, they have it on his, I think it's like one of his outtakes or something like that. And, and that's him um, driving through downtown Alpena and he goes right by my store, which is even better. I'm, uh, you know, we're <laughs> excited about that, to say the least. But uh, um, we get to talking a little bit and he says, uh, he asked me, you know, what do you do? What do you do for a living? I said, I own the ice, the ice cream shop a couple blocks away. He looks at me and goes, you own Scoops? <laughs> and my heart stops, my jaw drops. <laughs> and I'm like, you you know my business, you know, I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm shocked that some guy I watch on TV that I enjoy a show knows 
my business. I, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm flattered. I'm humbled. I'm, I'm taken aback. I'm, I'm, I'm knocked over. My, my nine-year-old's like, what's wrong with you, dad? I'm like, I'm, I'm just in a state of shock, you know? So he's like, you know, I was, um, just in there the other day with Kevin Van Dam and his family. And then I fall over. <laughs> Kevin Van Dam is the Babe Ruth of bass fishing right now. And here's, here I am, who's always at my store, missed two of the biggest names in all of pro bass fishing. And I wasn't there. And I asked him like, how, how was your visit? You know, was it good? He's like, oh, it's, it's great every time we're there. I'm like, so I can just see Wait it. a minute. So kids are like, yeah, Kevin. Yeah. Kevin, Ke Ke Van, Van, who? <laughs> Kevin. We're just going to go with Kevin. Mark, uh, Mark. Uh, yeah. I'm like, oh my God. So they probably enjoy it because they're, you know, they're not getting hounded. The kids just yeah. treat them like anybody else. I said, hey, how was your business? Like, great. I, lo I, I love it. I, and when he said I'm there, you know, we go there every time I'm here. I'm like, so I miss you multiple times. <laughs> Even better. That's great. So uh, he tells me, he says, you know, that ice cream you make, and I, I, I unfortunately had to let him know I'm not responsible for the recipe. He says, there's one in there that I just love. I can't get it anywhere else, but I get it here. I said, uh, what flavor is that? He goes, that cinnamon churro. I'm like, oh, my God, that is fantastic. You are right. He goes, I love it. It's so good. <laughs> and uh, I w was just in shock, I'm, you know, just the whole event. So anyways, uh, shook his hand, took off, thanked him, and all that kind of stuff. But as my next pick, um, I like it. Zona likes it. But I am going with cinnamon churro. And we are selling Brad. Brad has not had this flavor yet. And it's essentially similar to toast card ice cream. Kind of, yeah, yes. I mean, that's the best yep. way to order. As Brad said, what did you say it was? From China. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? So, yeah. yeah. It's, it is... Uh, it, it's just a surprising take on what they did with cinnamon in an ice cream. Yeah. It, it, to me, it, they used to call it like, uh, they were, were going to call it like a deep fried ice cream, you know, because you get a churro from mm -hmm. a, a Mexican restaurant. And um, wow, I don't care what you call it. Just let me know when it's ready. You yes. know, it, it's that good. So I have to go with a cinnamon churro. Butterbear, your My third pick. third pick is going to be strawberry cheesecake. Which is a classic. Is that top 10 ice cream for you guys? No, it, it was one of my favorites, but it fell off. Um, How much I, change I is there in your top 10, like of your flavors? Is it Not pretty much. consistent? No. It, it is very, it's very consistent. Yeah. Very, very. I mean, you have a little bit of movement after you get out of your, your top 10, um, but everything performs so well right now, it, I can't really get rid of anything. Yeah. You know, uh, people always ask, do you have a new flavor? Um, we really don't at the downtown location, and it's just because everything has settled in and performed so well. I take something out, yeah, someone's going to be devastated. Thirty people off. Oh yeah, more than that. Yeah, yeah. So. you know. So it, it right now, uh, those flavors are just so immensely popular, and they haven't really come out with anything that's so remarkable that I can say, you know, we're moving this one it's for worth sure. Worth the risk. Yeah, exactly. It's probably going to be banana pudding. Excuse no, me I can't because. Uh, as we can't said. have an Elvis. They <laughs> can't have the Elvis. Yeah. Um, my number three is something that we talked about, just like your black cherry, where something that I had a lot growing up, and I wasn't too keen on it, but just recently, I've been uh, really, and it's Allison's dad's favorite, it's butter pecan. Yep. Or pecan, depending on how you want to say it. Depends on where you're from. Yeah. Um, I like it when it's, you get a pecan that's just that little salty, sweet in it, with that ice cream, it's like perfect when that hits. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. of course, I put caramel with it. So. Yeah, you're, when you put that hot caramel on there, that 140, 150 degree car hot caramel, man, it, it is, again, it's a game changer. You know, <laughs> it's just not, it's not grandma and grandpa's butter pecan anymore. <laughs> yeah. you, you're, you're, you're taking it. You're taking it somewhere. Um, we snake. So my number first pick in the fourth round is the raspberry sorbet for Allison because she did that. Gluten-free, dairy-free, and I feel like obligated to pick something yeah. for her. So. That's uh, pretty popular. In some areas, it's like an orange, you know, kind of sorbet. Mm -hmm. um, uh, in our neck of the woods, northeast Michigan, raspberry reigns supreme. Why that is, I'm not sure. Um, but it, it's popular enough, and, you know, um, the dairy-free crowd, they enjoy it. I don't know if I could even switch that one out. 
you know, I, I wouldn't, uh, obviously, for the dairy-free cow, but I, I don't even know if I could even flip into a, a, a different sorbet just because of the, the level of popularity that that flavor has. Just out of curiosity, for my own personal sake, have you ever, is there a good dairy-free ice cream out there? Have you heard of anything or tried anything, or, or is everything you taste crappy, you just don't feel like it's worth the quality? Because um, everything you carry is really good. Thank What's, you. I mean, it's... There's, um, I've had some some orange that that's pretty good um you know everybody's has a different take on their raspberry sorbet uh or their orange it just depends on how much they want to they want to put into it so what i find the the more fruit that they use the happier the customer is have you ever thought like an almond milk though or like a coconut milk or anything like that it's growing in popularity but it's not quite it's not quite there it's starting to show up on my order sheets, but not in the three gallon. Though they are making it, mm-hmm. it, it I'm sure it will be there. Um, I just don't have <coughs> enough people asking for it. Yeah. Um, you know, 20, 30 people would yeah. have to come every three days. You yeah, know what I, I mean? Get it. Yeah, I'm with you. And so um, I definitely want to have it. Um, so if I were to ever make room, I would uh, be looking for whichever dairy would bend over backwards to get it to me. So um, as, I think as, as their recipes improve and the science kind of grows for, for you know, making those taste better, uh, you know, and they, they do a better job, I think at some point we'll start, you'll start seeing like the, the coconut milk, the, it's all the, trending the vegan, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, I would, you know, I, I remember there was an ice cream company that had, they did something called Strawberry Naturals and it was the best strawberry ice cream I've ever had but it wasn't uh, red. Oh. And everybody associates strawberry ice cream with the red flavor yeah. or the red looking ice cream. Well, the red is just a dye. Yeah. So they eliminated the dye and uh, it was like, it had a, a, a reddish kind of color to it. And um, it was fantastic. Awesome. But we couldn't get people to respond to it because they're like, that's not strawberry ice cream. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how much sight is. In yep. Part of it. Yep. Number four, Brad. Uh, number four is pistachio. Oh. Wow. Confused. <laughs> I'm going to go with Mackinac Island fudge. Okay. Nice. How funny would that be if somebody actually did that in a draft? Like, in the second pick of the draft, we chose a kicker. <laughs> I'm just yeah. with you guys. Yeah. Oh, Sebastian Janikowski, <laughs> yeah. uh, Oakland Raiders, yeah. number one pick. Yeah. Everyone's like, what? <laughs> uh, where's uh, the fudge rank in the... Mackinac Island fudge is a top ten flavor for us. Okay. It is, uh, we're close enough to Mackinac Island and fudge that people will come in here and uh, they see it, they want it. it. It's a very good flavor. You can always tell who's from Michigan and who's not because we have it spelled with the C. So when you get the out of towners, like, what's a Mackinac? <laughs> like it? Well, it's good ice cream, <laughs> good ice cream. but the C is silent. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite thing about that, Brad? I think it's the fudge. fudge yeah. I mean, whether it's a truffle or a fudge or a ribbon, having some truffle that on there is. I mean, it's good. Fudge ribbon and the chunks. Yeah. All right, Booza. This so you're going to snake again. So this is you got your fourth and fifth. Oh. We sometimes do honorable mentions, and I feel like this is the night we could probably do it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. So, uh, boy, since it's, it's two picks, I'm gonna take what I would consider to be the safe pick, and then the one that's a little bit of a risky pick, but I know it's gonna. De- it's a developmental player. So I'm gonna go with Bear Claw for my fourth pick. Wow. I mean, um, it's funny because Bear Claw um, normally doesn't outperform Michigan Pothole anywhere in the state of Michigan. But in Alpena, Michigan, <laughs> Bear Claw reigns supreme, reigns supreme for downtown scoops. It is, it is so popular, um, it, it just outperforms Pothole downtown. That, that cracks me up. I know, it, it, but it's fantastic. I, I, I don't know why it is, and I guess at some time, at some time I, I don't even care. It, it's, it, it's just a fantastic. Have you had it? Yes. You know what's interesting? Bear Claw, this is just my personal opinion, and maybe you could chime in too, but when you look at your case, Bear Claw looks really appealing. 
It does. Like when it's sitting in there and the light and it's, I think it's maybe because so much of ice cream is light colored. Yeah. That it just looks rich and decadent yes. sitting in the case. Yep. And I think, I don't know. People, you know, they look at it and like, ah, bear, I don't know. You know, it, it just looks like chocolate. It's not. It is a rich chocolate. Mm-hmm. They almost pitch it as a dark chocolate. But when people hear dark chocolate, they turn up their noses because of the bitterness. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I was telling them, like, it, it's not, it, it is not bitter. It's just a rich chocolate. And if you like chocolate, you're going to love this flavor. And then, then you have the chocolate-covered cashews in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. I mean, cashews is the Cadillac of nuts. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, to me, it's, it, it's just, it's, it's fantastic. Um, and you know um, that it is made with a higher quality chocolate by the way chocolate melts. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. You know, the faster chocolate melts, the, 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 the better the quality is. And I'll tell you what. I will I will watch people when they walk out on a 90 degree day that thing is sweating and they're 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 scrambling to eat it but you know that the it is it is a, a, a tremendous chocolate and it is fantastic. <laughs> so I want to hear your developmental player number. Okay. Five. Um, this developmental player is called Traffic Cone Blues. Really? Which yep. And everybody looks at. I wish they would have called it something else, but they chose again to make fun of the whole Michigan, you know, road construction thing. Traffic cone blues. But what it is is it is a blueberry ice cream with chocolate-covered waffle cone pieces in it, and we only carry it here, and um, here at the trailer that is. Um, and it is. What? It, it's fantastic. I've never heard of this till right now. Have you had it? I don't think so. So, you guys know uh, Kevin Peterson. Yeah. He works here at, at the Dome, and uh, I would like to say that Kevin has definitely tried a great many flavors all over the place, <laughs> and it is his favorite. Sounds I, amazing. Oh, I'm, I'm telling you, it, it's fantastic, and um, I have to laugh because last year we had just closed down the trailer. It was our last day, and I had like a third of a tub of traffic cone, and his he and his family would come all the time and guaranteed traffic home blues and he's like man he's like where did you find that ice cream i said my vendor point you know pointed it out to me said you might want to try it because I, I wanted i wanted just a couple different new flavors here right to you know bring into this the, incentivize the people yeah. coming down to the yep. yeah i didn't want the same old thing i you know i went with popular flavors but i wanted just throwing three or four extra or different ones here and uh um, I said, hey, I saw Kevin, I'm like, hey, Kevin, I'm like, come over here. I'm like, I got something for you. He's like, what? So we go walk in the back to this giant freezer. And my freezer is, as I told you guys before, it's so big the three of us could fill it up with hot water and sit in it and not even touch one another. It, it's that big. Um, I reached into that freezer. I pulled out a third of a, uh, of a tub of leftover traffic cones. I gave it to him. And that dude was smiling. <laughs> he's, he's like, What? <laughs> But you know, I, you know, he's a good guy. I, you know, um, BS with him once in a while. So I'm like, I know you and your family would enjoy that, and, and he he likes it. Um, and I would say when you got somebody with that kind of talent in the food industry yeah. that is drawn to that flavor, that that's that's saying something about it. And you know, I only put in the developmental column because the name throws people off all the time. I'm gonna try it. Yeah. It sounds amazing. Yeah. So we gotta. We got to pitch, you know, pe- not, I wouldn't say pitch people about it, but we got to sometimes convince people. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm like, just try it. We call that kissing and hugging in the car biz. Yep. Do a little kissing and hugging. Yep. yep. All right, your last one, Brad. All right. My number five is going to be cookie dough. Ooh, oh, that is a staple. I'm a simple man, so. I'm sure you guys do a lot of cookie dough. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I... I make sure that we've always got cookie dough. And it's funny because um, sometimes cookie dough moves so fast that it's it's outpacing the order history. So I have a pretty good idea of what's going to move and how it's going to go. Um, but occasionally um, there are supply issues or, you know, the warehouse doesn't send the, you know, the right thing or the, I, I get shorted on something. And if I get shorted, it's, it always feels like it's cookie dough. And I'm like, are you, I'm going to get, I'm going to I might get roughed up by this. See this group of fifth graders right here? I said, one of them by themselves isn't dangerous, but you got 25 of them? I, I'm going to be black and blue if we run out of... You ever seen Step Brothers? Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be big trouble. 
So yeah, it's a fantastic flavor. So my number five is something I just had this last weekend, and it's not really ice cream, but it's called pineapple whip. This is some South thing, hmm. and essentially it's like a sorbet. Okay. But it's like soft serve sorbet. Really. And it's okay. really light. It almost comes across as creamy because it's so light, but and it's just pineapple. It's like pineapple juice flavored, but it's creamy, but it's not. It's gluten free, dairy free. Nice. And, but it's pine. It's called pineapple whip. They do like they only do two flavors. They have a trailer just like you. Yep. The pineapple, and then they rotate a third flavor or another flavor in. Yep. And there's three locations in Springfield, and they all each trailer will carry a different flavor, like blueberry, strawberry, and. And Springfield, have, Illinois, or but, Missouri? Yeah, Missouri, but yeah. they all carry the pineapple. It's amazing. Interesting. Life-changing. Right. You know, ice cream has different twists regionally, so sometimes it works its way up here to the shows. Unfortunately, all the shows were canceled this year, but I'd be interested to see how they they bake it and just how they execute getting it done because... It's it's in a soft-serve machine, and they just... I'm not kidding, Booza. When I was there, it was... It was just like your shop. Yeah. I mean, they have three trailers, in it, and we went to two different ones, and it was a, there's all the picnic tables are filled. I mean, really? it's a bigger city, but yeah. just like nice so pineapple whip. Say so what? Is this all they sell? Yeah, that's all they sell. Just this one stinking thing. They got a little poodle girl that sits on top of it. <laughs> nice. It's just I just I don't know, man. I'll have to. Uh, now you probably don't know as far as the machines go. You know. Are they gravity fed? Are they, you know, pumps? Are they? I don't know. Small, you know, that, it's the ice cream nerd <laughs> business now. Here I we go. I wish, yeah. I wish I knew for you because <laughs> I would. I feel like yeah, this is something that could help you. I know. I, I, I know. Wanna... You already got me. I'm like, wait a minute. What is this? <laughs> it's just... like the, the the NASA moment right here. We're like, okay, we're going to work, guys. Yeah. Well, or skunk just... works. You ever hear of skunk works? Yeah. This is this is how skunk works gets, yeah. gets it done. But for ice cream. Oh, I always joke that we have that old VFW building down from the dealership. Yep. It's, you know, along that. Yeah. Now I said, you know, if I could knock that over, not that I'm trying to, you know, wish bad things upon them. Right. But I said, if you were to put a Chick-fil-A there. Oh, yeah. You would f- I've never had that, but everybody but, always tells me to but try But people it. travel. It's one of those things yeah. where people travel. Yeah, they got to go and get it. Yeah. yeah. You know, people from Gaylord would come all over. And I know Alpita's not big enough to really support it. Right. But this pineapple shit obviously is the same way, where people right. would travel for it. So, I mean, right. take it and run with it. Buddy. Now you piqued my interest. I I'm like gonna, it. My, uh, you can ask the Mindox to ask. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. anyways, so that's it. Any honorable mentions you want to go? So you said before we took a break. Superman's your number one. Superman is my number one flavor, and you know, it is a very much a kid flavor. However, kids grow up and they turn into thirty and forty year old men who order it by volume, not by the scoop. So you know, it's it's not uncommon for the kids come through and then there's dad. Uh, I'll take a, uh, give me a double Superman. Yeah. You know, <laughs> don't tell anybody. I'm like, hey, man, this is your ice cream. It was you on know. my list. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Anything worth your time, I guess. Anything you feel like, man, I can't believe that day to come out. Well, um, again, I'm going to kick back to the classic flavors. Uh, I would have to throw Blue Moon on there. Because yeah. Blue Moon is a Midwest flavor. Um, I've had people that have come in from the South out west, out east, and they are from Michigan. They see Blue Moon and they miss it. You know, um, it reminds them of their childhood, but it's just it's just a good flavor. You know, um, I don't always get it, but when I, t- I I just know that when I do eat it, it's just it it reminds me of summer baseball, little little league baseball games, and you know, being a kid and just having a good time. You know, riding your BMX bike. I'm sure you guys had a couple of those and. You know, it's just, it, it's just a good flavor that's filled with memories. So I will mention for me is soft serve. Oh yeah. Yeah, I just sometimes I'm really in the mood for a soft serve ice cream cone, and then like I don't know. I, mean, I know you could do a lot, I know you do a lot of different things with soft serve. Oh yeah. I just uh, uh, and yeah. for a little while you ran out and you had this other stuff. Did you remember that last year? Was last uh, year? yes. So uh, there was a, a a few issues with some trucks. And so we had to get uh, a, a different kind of soft serve that I wasn't really thrilled about, but um, it was all right. But uh, we we get um, 
actually, I have two different companies now that can supply me with two different dairies that have, you know, fantastic soft serve. It's, uh, you know, I'm actually kind of guilty of doing a quality test right when I'm leaving, which usually turns out to be like a single, single or double of soft serve ice cream. And I'm, I, I eat it on the way home because well, it's so good. I've never really noticed the difference until you, you like, you should try the soft serve. It's really good. Yes. And it, it really was. It was a whole different creaminess to yep. it. And it was just, I don't know, yep. I was just really impressed with it. Um, we, yeah, so ours is called five and a half percent. And that just has to do with butter fat. Um, and once in a while we've been shipped like a custard. Mm-hmm. So I've, I, you know, last year um, we had a, a custard, and then we we ended up getting up into the the five and a half percent. But, you know, the the dairies there, you know, they're being bought and sold and shut down, and and so um, it, it was hard for me for whatever reason. I don't know what was going on with some of those dairies um, to get the the kind of soft serve that I wanted. But uh, we were able to finally, ha- you know, get the right dairy from our distributors and things settle down and sometimes i guess you know with the dairy industry that yeah they're in a little bit of state of flux and those things happen. i could get it but uh you know they usually do me right and they, they send me some pretty good stuff so awesome any surprises brad no surprises like chocolate or vanilla then to make it do you surprise at all that or? i'm not actually you know um <laughs> I had data. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Exactly. You know, um, analytics. Exactly. Here comes the stats, man. Again, vanilla is actually a base flavor, so its popularity is so high because you're using it in sundays and shakes and malts and everything else. And I'm not taking anything away from vanilla. I like vanilla, especially over warm apple pie or warm blueberry pie, to die for. Especially if my grandma made it. God rest her soul. But um. You know, yeah, vanilla serves its purpose, but people, you don't have as many people coming in saying, I got to have some vanilla right now, yeah. you know. And the, and the same is for chocolate. Chocolate complements, you know, more or less, or it's or it's, it's, it's a base flavor. But again, your nephew is eating chocolate, you know. And that's all he eats. That's all he eats, you know. Yeah. There are people that are so devoted to vanilla and chocolate that if they don't have it, you can hear about it, you know. <laughs> it's coming. Well, I asked my nephew last week, what would what would you eat if you know, it wasn't chocolate ice cream? He's like, I wouldn't eat ice cream. Right. That's, that's yes. all he eats is yep. chocolate ice cream. That's crazy. That is, uh, that's the funny thing about those flavors. Um, the people that are committed to them are 1,000% committed to it. Wow. Well, hey, thanks for coming by. Oh, no worries. Sorry about the recording error, but I th- uh, it's still a great episode. Yeah. I, can, yeah. I definitely tell already. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, do you want to do the outro or do you want me to do the outro? You can do it. All right. Um, yeah, okay, cool. Well, thank you very much for coming by. You're welcome. It was a good time. Yeah, and um, oh, yeah, I have one other thing I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. What are the chances of, like, maybe we could make another secret menu item? We could do this. You're yeah. already, you're already, you know, you got the, the ice cream nerd wheels are turning with your pineapple whip, so. I just, yeah. I, I love how... I love a cult thing like, like yeah. you said. Like the Elvis is so cool. Yeah. And I always wonder, man. Like, I mean, I know Starbucks has a whole menu when you go in there of like shit that no one knows about. Yeah. And it'd just be kind of funny, like especially for Alpina people, just have like <laughs> just one or two things where yeah. the tourists are going by. Like, what the? What the? What, what is that? What? Like, what, 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 what are you, where, where did you get that? <laughs> that wasn't on that menu. That kid did not sell me that. <laughs> What are you holding back on me, Alpina? <laughs> Just the most thing. And then it's always fun because then you look it out and then, you know, all of a sudden it ends up on M Live and people are driving up here going, Right. I want the whatever the hell you would come up with. Right. Yeah. No, hey, you uh you start letting me know, we'll get we'll get the creative juices flowing and make it happen. You know, you never know. I wanna bring maybe Dakota and Gabe could collab on something. They could. Old school, new school, and then yeah. they come up with something and yeah, you know, the, yeah. I know fun. Mary's got the Justin Trudeau. She does. So she I mean, is. That yeah. is kind of like see there. So there it is. Automatic. She's. <laughs> yep. She went from the salty puppy to the Justin Trudeau. You know, by the way, I think you know I've been writing the the Food Network for three years now that they need to get Mary um, on as one of the judges for Chopped. Yeah. Because she is. She was born for that job. And she's so well spoken. So right, she'd be right. perfect. Oh yeah. She. Yeah. 
She is just, she knows what she wants out of a dish, and she'll tell you, chef. I'm hoping to have Mary on next month, in August. We've booked out July, and I'd really like to have her on. And um, I always get nervous when somebody that's really, like, she's radio, so, like, she's oh, yeah. just going to, I mean, I, I, whatever I lob at her, she's going to knock it out of the park. So. you got to bring your A game. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. Well, hey, I appreciate you coming by. No worries. Thanks for having me, guys. Right. I had Sounds a good, good time. And that's it for this week's episode. I'd like to thank for Aaron Blizzard for coming by the kitchen. If you like this episode, make sure you let us know in the comments below. And if you want to do me and Brad a favor, if you like this episode, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can catch all of the next episodes on whatever platform you use. And if you guys want to do us one more quick favor, go to reviews, review the podcast, send us a little love because all that stuff really helps getting the word out. I'd like to thank Eric Bozo for stopping by. He was a great guest. We're going to take next week off for Brad's birthday, but after that, we'll come back. We'll be ready for you guys. So we'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great fourth.